what a fun episode that we had uh, at Impressions Fort Worth this year. Thanks, shout out to Impressions for hosting an awesome event. So many people were back. We'll talk about it more, but uh, we've got a lot of special guests in this. This was a mega pod. We don't really have those very often because it's hard to get everybody in one space, but we had it. Not only that, we had equipment. We had multiple mixers. I mean, you guys all see it, it was awesome. Really quick, though, I want to mention two sponsors here because the rest have got some surprise guests. But first of all, Super Color. All right, think about this. How can you print high color counts, gradients, hard to print locations, and a bunch more? Well, Supercolor has an amazing new guide that's going to be able to help you to do this all with heat transfers. I even saw if you go to Night Owl Prints on Instagram, they did a really cool heat transfer, a sleeve, multiple colors and everything that was not screen printed. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, and honestly, there's a ton of heat transfers. There are different types, how to price, how to pick a quality heat press, all of that. There's a really cool new guide Supercolor has made. If you go to supercolor.com slash print hustlers, or the link is in the description, you can be able to get this guide uh, to be able to read through it and just pick up a ton of really good information. That's supercolor.com slash print hustlers. Make sure to check that out. And second up, Multicraft. If you haven't heard of Multicraft underscore daddy, you need to, because if you need ink supplies or a daddy, Multicraft screen printing and digital supplies has been helping the industry for over 50 years and providing you with top brands at competitive pricing. But check this out. If you mention the Printavo podcast, you'll receive extra 10% off your first order. Give them a shot, get the discount. And uh, try it. They have some great service to be able to help you out with. All right. We're going to jump into this episode. Let's do it. Hey, pressers, shirt showers, and what's your... Golden Boys Golden. podcast. Come Golden on, dude. Golden Boys. <laughs> hey, pressers, shirt no, showers, no, and Golden Boys. We're using it. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the podcast. Really excited to have all of you back. Um, this is cool. We're all here physically, yeah. Yeah. which I was not right. expecting. Got a couple people from Honduras, Indianapolis, St. Louis, slash Laguna Beach. He's bougie now. Champagne. Thanks for listening. All right, cool. Dylan, You're supposed ahead. to say, Would like, uh, really away? stoked about this episode. We've got a good one coming. <laughs> <laughs> I record that after the show oh, and I put it in oh, the beginning. Depend, depending on how yeah, that yeah. it goes. Well, first of all, this is the Impressions Fort Worth show. It's 2022. Yeah. It is back in full swing. What's your early thoughts of uh, Fort Worth? It's like sportscaster. How'd Dylan do today on the uh, auto loading earlier? Well, he was under a lot of pressure, <laughs> uh, but he performed well. I haven't done anything yet today. <laughs> right, we're rusty. Uh, we're very rusty. I haven't even seen the show yet. Do you feel uh, recharged, though? Like, I know you guys have had a pretty hectic schedule, the two of you, you and Steven. Did you get some rest Barely. last night or were you partying? Last night was the only night out of this entire week that I got more than five hours of sleep. So we uh, we spent the week with Gildan. We were in North Carolina. Gildan. Gildan. Now you know. Now Gildan. you know. Definitely Gildan. <laughs> spent the week, started in North Carolina, Salisbury, North Carolina, not a place you probably want to end up. No, it was a nuke town. Uh, no live humans. Then we went to Honduras on Tuesday. Uh... Both times we flew through Miami, so like hurricanes, not a big deal. Yeah. And then uh, flew back yesterday into Dallas, and every day we started at like 6.30 in the morning, and we were, we were out till 10 or 11 at night, so. Board of Decorators. Yep, that was a great time. 
So besides eating a lot of meat, what did you, uh, what did you do? <laughs> Ate a lot of meat. <laughs> uh, I heard you did the, the, the old 54 ouncer. 51. 51. 51. What? Porter yeah, house. Porterhouse. Yeah, that's good. Between how many people? Me. <laughs> Like a man. I need like a, one of those stethoscopes to just like check. I'm barely alive right now. Yeah. yeah. I steak every night. And for lunch. I had it for lunch too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. What was the best part of the trip? What was the coolest thing you saw? I feel like visiting the Gildan Manufacturing Facility. I feel like the yarn was my favorite. What? The yarn facility was probably my favorite. What is that? Creating yarn from cotton. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah. Just like raw cotton in one end, like finished yarn on the other end. They literally had bales of cotton. So like one plant goes through a thousand bales a day. Maybe. How much is a bale? A bale's Dude, like- Well, me and Steven did the math too. Like, uh, what, three bales an acre? <laughs> Two bales an acre? Three, I think it was three bales an acre. Uh, and you can get know, like- We're botching this horribly because we can't remember. Our public math hard. ain't good here. Pound of cotton is like a dollar eighty cents, something like that. Anyways, <laughs> Did you guys uh, learn anything? <laughs> I need to like, I need to like think about what we saw. Because it's just steak. It's just I like, have it all noted down. But the uh, thing we is, took, well, take your time. Yeah, so what, they, yeah we, got, just, we got all the time in the they world. They basically just had you know baled raw cotton come in on one end, and then you know they put all the bales together, and there's this huge thing that goes through and takes a quarter inch off of all the bales, and then it goes through. Basically, it looks like build a bear. <laughs> with all the cotton coming through, like really? it sucked into this other thing. And then they make like, you know, they do the whole process of making the yarn. And it's insane. Like you go your whole career basically of just thinking about it as being a t-shirt and whatever, but then seeing literally from raw cotton to it, like finished product of like being. So two things interesting about creating yarn, ring spun yarn is like a seven step process where it's combed and like, handled a lot differently versus like normal ultra cotton or whatever yeah. that's put into a G5000 is like a two-step process. Yeah, like an open So those facilities operate so much differently. Wow. And one produces like five times more yarn than the ring yeah. spun one every day. Yeah. And so and they, they were compete. Basically, what? It was what, Team Tim and Team, team Todd? Team, team Todd. Mark, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, the two guys that run it, they were talking about it being totally different things and like how much one produces versus the other. So there's definitely way more that goes into a combed ring spun cotton. Um, Have you guys gotten the the sample teas from like Gildan or, or Bella Canvas or, or those those guys where it's printed and it shows you like they're sewn together and it's printed one half, you know, with the ring spun and the other half, the other open cotton and it shows you the smoothness, you know, the fibrillation and everything. Yeah. You've seen those shirts? I've seen them Like before. the sample shirts, yeah. yeah huge difference no it's cool just like seeing you know they they show you like you know this is combed and ring spun and you look at it and you see like that there's no you know like leaves or yeah anything how does that, that come out oh, they there's like yeah the there's floor, like a right? thing that it goes through and it has literally like a comb and then there's like teeth on the bottom and it just pulls all those particulates out wow. i think it was then, crazy how robotic yarn creation was yeah. so there was only like 40 or 50 employees per shift and it's like a half million square foot facility yeah, Holy cow. and so really the only There's thing like nobody in there humans are doing are just like making sure the machines are up and running and then like moving a couple things but uh the yarn is then put on pallets and sent to honduras to get knitted wow um it was wild and it, it runs 24 7. yeah super super eye-opening to the whole process and like what actually goes into it and it's funny we were talking like 
you see the cotton and then you see the yarn and then you see the dyeing process and the cutting and the sewing and all that. And then you buy the shirt for three dollars. Right. And she's like, how? <laughs> right. Like, how is this possible? Yeah. But then you see the amount of stuff they have and the, the, the efficiencies they have. And you're like, OK, this makes sense. And then you talk about how many shirts they make a year. And it's just like, OK, this makes this makes sense. But it's just it was super eye opening trip. Like it gave me a whole new respect for it. So it's made in the yarn in North Carolina. Yes. And then like, is it like rolls of it's yarn? In, that's it's in massive rolls, spools. Yeah. OK. And then that's sent to Honduras to get knitted. And these knitters are just like these big like like turbines that just like spin and like literally spin the yarn into spools of fabric. Yeah, they make a fabric. 500 pound bale basically of two ready to go, ready to be dyed fabric. Ooh, that's insane. And what's cool is you can see it and be like, they'll tell you like, oh, that's gonna be into a 5,000. Oh, that's gotta be like, they showed us how the back of fleece is like, it starts as terry cloth and then it gets like yeah, basically it gets like roughed up by roughed all these teeth to, to give it that, fleece. the fleece. Yeah. Jeez. So it was wild. Yeah. Amazing. We had a uh, we had security, armed security with us at all times. Under security. Yeah. Thanks, Luis. Yeah, Luis. Awesome. Luis. Does he have an IG handle? You want to plug? He didn't mess around. He didn't even really talk to us. He was so engaged to just make just, like, sure we were safe. Spotting. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't anything crazy though. Like I didn't at all feel like it was a sketchy. Honduras no. wasn't bad. I mean, they're just trying to make sure we're taken care of. You know, we don't know jack shit about that place. Yeah. They don't want us to wander off and end up, you know, not coming back. Sure. So it's not like it was crazy. Like they had to have a dude with an AK follow us around. It's not how it was. It was literally Luis just was like a stern looking dude. And he was just there to make sure we got from A to B and, you know, had a good head count and everything. So I don't want people to think that that's like a super sketchy area. I mean, it's not. It's a different country. It's a different, whole different thing. But it wasn't uh, wasn't scary or anything. The sewing, mm -hmm. is that all done there too? Like, because yeah. it turns into fabric, and then obviously everything's hand sewn. But yep. so, like? what was it? Day one there, we saw making the the tubes basically, mm -hmm. and then then they the get dyed, and then we saw the dyeing process the next day, and then the day after we saw all the sewing. It's got to get cut first. Yeah. Then sewn, but it's the whole process. It's the whole, the whole thing is is done. How do in. you? What are your thoughts now versus before on just Gildan as a company or just how they how a t-shirt is made? Even like going before you, you know, like going into it, and now afterwards, do you have different appre appreciation for the whole thing? Uh, or? Well, what we learned is that a lot of the brands that we like, um, Gildan also helps them out too. Mm. So they're right. actually they're vertically integrated in the supply chain. So it's like they're a contractor. Correct. For other. So they're making a lot well, of stuff. Well, the way that we we're not I don't know if we're allowed to talk about all the stuff. Are you that media trained yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, but just say that just say it's like we were talking about with JF is it's like it was like Renfro Salsa. You know what I mean? Like they make right, salsa, right, right. but they also make salsa for, like label it for a ton yeah, of yeah. other people. It's right. kind of the same thing. Um, and then when you hear that, it's funny, just like ignorant people. I mean, we're all, we don't know what we don't know. And you're like, oh, I'd rather this shirt than that shirt. And it's like, dude, it's fucking made by the same people. Like, <laughs> same factory. Right. Like, same have some respect. I think it's just one of those things like being in the industry so long, knowing, you know, you always have heard of Gildan and you know everything they have, but you don't know what goes behind it. And they've kind of always just done what they do and they, they never, 
they haven't always been like in the end user face. They've always been more like we make the product that goes to the distros and then it goes to us and distro deals with us and whatever. So they're really trying to change that. They're really trying to get in our faces and show us like, hey, like this is what we do and this is what we're working on. And this is and the thing is, is anything we said, they fully took note of. There oh, was like never, big time. Wow. Never a time where we said like what we thought or whatever, where they were just like, oh, yeah, well, you know, like whatever. They it's literally not, noted everything. Like, do you guys private label a ton? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do about comfort color private labels? Do you cut out comfort colors? I uh, haven't done comfort colors. Uh, we've done AS color. Those are always the fun ones. Uh, we got into like a pretty lengthy discussion on cutting out neck tags yeah. on like comfort colors and they walked us through like all of the different parts. But what was cool is like last year, this was brought to their attention and now they have like a solution coming out. Nice. Uh, Tearaway. What? For Tearaway. Right. Like yeah. the board last year basically uh, carried on the shoulders of Matt Markop. Uh, basically they said, you know, these are things that we're noticing and these are things that need to be addressed. And they, they literally did the, all those things. It sounds wow. like there's almost a disconnect because they're so B to C, I guess. They're, yeah. Or no, they're not B. They're, they're business to business. B to B. Yeah. They're B to B and they're they're trying to get and reach out to the consumer, right. yeah. I guess. Well, and for, for so long, they've supported Sanmar and SNS as their customers, mm -hmm. right? But like that creates a barricade to us. We interviewed Lawrence from AS Color last week or two weeks ago. And he said, we asked him like, why would you, why aren't you distributing? And he goes, then I'm disconnected from my customer. I can get feedback so much quicker yeah. if I'm actually getting it to them. And yeah. that makes so much sense, right? I mean, I think Gildan's also on such a large scale. I mean, it's we massive, looked it up. Yeah. They're, they did almost $3 billion last year. Yeah. 2.9 something billion dollars. It's just such a big ship. It's not like, yeah. you know, it's hard for them to come to just chill with us and not feel like, you know, what do I do? What do I say? Because it's such a big organization, but that's what they're trying to fix. They're trying to, I feel like with this whole board of decorators thing, they're really trying to get all of our feedback and like take it to heart and fix things and tweak things. It was like Steven brought up a really good point about a pocket tee on like comfort colors. And then they were oh, like, how, oh, the we shrinkage? didn't realize that. And then they're really like going to yeah. change it. They were Did like, you hear yeah, about it? that's something we can <laughs> why, change. Why is it? So comfort colors are prepared. They're sewn first and then they're dyed. So they're over sewn to, be sh to then shrink. It's called like PFD, prepared for dye. They... And we, we asked them, like, the pockets are freaking teeny by the time we go to print on them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we didn't think about actually making that bigger. We made the rest of the garment bigger before it went for dye. And they're like, oh, we can make that change. And we like, we would freaking love it. Right. So we don't and have they, to print like, a pocket. Noted, a couple people, like, took notes. And it's like, they're just going to, like, tweak stuff and, like, do what we're asking. And that's wow. Really cool. It's really crazy to see a company, like you said, X billion dollars be like, all right, yeah, like that makes sense. You guys are the ones that have to mess with it, yep. so why not fix it? Yeah. So it was crazy, like, to just talk to them. They were super open. That's what I feel like blew me away the most was like how big of a place it is, how their efficiencies are crazy, and they like looked at me and Stephen and the other board members and were like, "Tell us how you feel," and they were like, sincerely, like, "All right, cool. Like, let's work on it. Let's do something." What are you gonna say? Oh no, I was just saying that was really cool. The fact that you have such a massive company that's willing to take notes and, and, and say right, like, yeah. oh yeah, we might've missed the mark on that one, totally. let's fix it. Well, then we talked about like length of a shirt. Yeah, that was oh, my yeah. big topic. And that was like, and then they're like, we can make it longer. 
here are all the things that have to happen to make a shirt one inch longer. <laughs> Just across, like rolls on the, uh, right, no, like go. every dye, every, like, wow. it's, it, they said yeah. it would take like a year to like train, but they're like, it can be done. Yeah. Um, so they're actually listening. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think. Yeah, it was really, it's really cool. cool. It's cool I think that the change such a big ship. You start to right. realize, right? Like even a small shop, like you think yeah. about your shop and to, we, we get this with Printava, to adopt a shop management solution, anything requires stopping, creating new process, understanding the good, the bad, all of it. And then imagine like a company like that, that's which is crazy to add two inches and they're like, okay, but that's going to be a year, but. Right. It was like, we brought up the, uh, like the G8000 having the press tag versus the hang tag. And I asked them, I was like, are you guys like finally out of those yet? Because like, like once in a while I get an order where like the mediums all have like the pressed in tag and then it kind of screws us over when we're, if we're relabeling. And they're like, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like we, it takes so long to phase out because we make millions of garments and we just need people to buy them up. And then we go into the new tag or we were talking about, they have new boxes coming out with like the different brands and stuff that they carry and everything. And it's like, we just, we don't want to waste everything we have. We want to like get through it. We want to be as, you know, efficient and eco-friendly as possible. So they're trying to like get through those things rather than just discard them and start over. So, man, it's crazy to think that on, you know, like a garment that, you know, like the pocket, you know, it's like to us, it's like, oh, you just make the pocket bigger. Right. You know, and like we, we come, you know, in certain industries with these shirts and it's like, oh yeah, this is the knowledge that can help you guys out. And they're like, yes, like I want to, you know, take that and try to apply that. And I hear you guys. And again, that's just really cool that they're willing to even listen. Like, yeah, that- it was like the pocket thing was funny. Cause like, it's not like a huge difference, but like if you have a sleeve palette on press and you're loading like a, you know, yeah. like a regular pocket tee and it's fine. And then you go to do a comfort colors and it's still fine. It's just a little more snug or it slightly stretches the, the, the pocket out and yeah. we're like yeah it's a huge difference for us because we do a multicolor print on that pocket yeah. and you put the underbase on and you're going to go print the other color and it shrinks a little bit because you're stretching it yeah then it messes up the print and we have a lot more registration should, issues or yeah. you print a circle on a pocket and you take it off and it's an oval yeah it's like yeah. stuff like that as decorators like makes a difference like to you it's like yeah the pocket might be like an eighth of an inch smaller than the other pocket but yeah. to us it's like it's just enough to warp the print yeah and the end user has to you know, it's a messed up print. And or aren't you guys doing it. that with like Anatol right now? Right. But, like you were just telling me earlier. Yeah. What so, are you, you said. So we don't even have like sleeve platens or anything quite yet. Like as far as, you know, like we're getting, we're in that stage of we got a new automatic and, you know, buying, you know, 14 different platens and all these different things. It's just not happening right at this moment, but it's like, well, this is what we're working with. And, you know, but we, you know, we can only do so much with what we got uh, as far as a garment um, on our platens. But we got uh, certain different brands like we can fit, you know, a youth tee on like our platen. But size of the shirt matters. Yeah. Hey, uh, I just saw somebody walk by and we got to get this on camera. Alex, Alex. Uh, <laughs> there is a certain mullet walking around here and we all just want to run our fingers you, through it. You can come right can here. Can you come over yeah, here? Yeah, please like, come. We don't see your face, just the back. <laughs> okay, perfect. Just look at this. Look at this, would you? Let me do the ad read here too. Let me do the ad read. I want to be known for my whole head. It's the easiest way. 
It's the sleaziest way. It's the sleaziest way with easy way. You shouldn't be spending all day clean, dude. <laughs> Clean, dirty screens. These ways line up environmental conscious chemicals will get the job done faster, more efficiently, and cost you a fraction of the cost per screen. Screen. Check out Easy Way. Look Alex, at that sponsor read. Thumbs up, buddy. All right, Love thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we knocked off agenda item number okay, two on Andy's list. Okay, last question on Gildan is how does the purchasing, like, how long does this whole thing take? Because, like, the supply chain, they had all these bullwhip effects that everybody experienced. So is it like, all right, we'll place the orders now, and then they'll come in 12 months? Or like, how does that work? We didn't super get into it. Steven, did, did they talk about that? With I don't remember. I don't know if they necessarily got into <laughs> that. Blacked out. Well, we noticed, like, on steaks we noticed that when we went to, they were more, it was up to us to ask a lot of questions, but I feel like a lot of it, well, we were in awe of, like, everything that we went through and, like, you know, they would take us into the sewing part and we would ask like questions about like, holy shit, like that's how you put a hood on. And it was like just watching the, this dude super expertly, like sew a hood on or do QC or the, do all these things. And then like the one warehouse we went into, I mean, it was what, like 10 buildings or something, eight buildings that were working. And it was like one or two was just dedicated to fleece. And they were like pounding out hoodies and stuff. And it's like, oh, obviously they're like double timing on hoodies because like it's hoodie season people need stuff so yeah i mean they weren't there was no part of any of the facilities we went to that were just like not working yeah so on the sewing side that was pretty crazy i have to say because you had 20 people on a line and they have to produce something like 25 does 240 dozen a day yeah it was like 200 to 300 dozen uh and <laughs> sorry a large hairy man just walked in front of me and our second sponsor is here <laughs> lucas you want to sit here in the middle um Come on down for Can circle time. Uh, Need a solution to improve efficiency and reduce costs <laughs> in your art department? Graphic Source offers industry-leading outsourcing option to your shop and truly is a part of your team. Lucas here will help you. Can you? Is it blurry? Maybe he's one blurry. 1-900-HOTSTUFF.COM. Yeah, you want to, Both of what them. you want to go to is 1-900-HOTSTUFF.COM and, and you get your freak on because Nick and Lucas and Graphic Source... Their whole team are freaking amazing. <laughs> Make sure to mention Printavo Pod, oh, Golden shit. Boys, or Shirt Showers <laughs> for 50% off your first mm. vector, SEP, or embroidery hey, what's the order? show special for Graphic Source? If you buy... Hey, you have to be here at the show to get it. Okay, so... Because I don't even advertise it, but it's ridiculous. So if you want a good deal, you have to get your ass to the show. You still have time. I mean, book yeah, a flight. I might run a special in Vegas, but... I was going to say, you're going to be in Vegas. Yeah. Okay, so no one's going to hear this until after the show's over. Okay. Good yeah. point. So, Good point. so this is okay. So this is what we're going to do. There's three show specials that will, you know, allow next three callers one nine hundred hot stuff. You'll give them the show special. I will take care of you if you go through one nine hundred hot stuff. I think everybody uses it. You guys use it or, or no? Okay. Not yet. They don't use it yet. Not so. yet. We, oh, we just we just met that. last night. Okay. Okay. Cool. Are you guys going to sign now? Uh, right now, sure. Sure. Get on the spot at <laughs> this Ooh. moment. I had a hot. Yeah, here you <laughs> go and get right that here. Finger. Mid pod. <laughs> There's one other option though. You could come, like, go back in time and get here. Yeah, when this comes out. Jump into a wormhole. Yeah. Yeah. Evidently. Right. Yeah. Okay. Time's yeah. just a construct. How sad mm -hmm. is Nick Wood going to be that he missed this and you <laughs> came in his place? <laughs> 
I have no idea. I didn't know this <laughs> Where was scheduled. Where is Nick? Really. I saw him last night. <laughs> He's <laughs> working the trade show booth. I abandoned oh, him. And you're just, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Nick, um, know Works. that we feel like we miss you. We wish you were <laughs> right. here. He's I'll gonna be, be so sad. Well, we're gonna blo you. I'll blow you a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Lucas. Yeah, Roll yeah. out. Appreciate yeah, there you go. Oh, nice. <laughs> Roll out. Oh, oh God. It was almost a $2,000 roll. So uh, before we wrap up with with Gildan, I, I sort of had, I was thinking, you know, you're on the board of directors. Decorators. Oh, yeah. Board of decorators. And um, I thought it would maybe be a good idea if they officially adopt you and you could change your name. It would be instead of Dylan Gilligan, it's Dylan it's, Gildan. Perfect. I'd do it. Okay. Gilligan, For how much money? Gilligan, Gilligan, how much money would, would it take Dil to, to change your last name to Gildan? Dildan Gildan. Dildan Gilligan. This episode is sponsored by Dildan Gilligan's uh, new Sorry, chief JF. creative officer. And my middle name's G5000. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was some other stuff there, though, about Gil Gildan that we thought was really cool was their uh, biotop. Biomass and the biomass. What's yeah. that? The bio. It was biotop, right? That was the ponds that we didn't get to see. We didn't get to them because they were flooding. We didn't get to because obviously the hurricane. The, just came the biomass is how they produce all of their energy that's used in all their facilities, and they have like tree bark and all this stuff they gather from like farmers and people yeah. in the country. All this stuff that would go into a landfill and create methane, they are taking out and they are they are Wait. burning at the facility with excess cardboard and shirt cutoffs, everything. And they're reusing it to make in these big giant boilers to make steam to run the facilities. Oh, and so wasn't doing a it huge service? Isn't to, it also that they use the ash to, as fertilizer for mulch? They use the, yeah, they use the ash wow. from it on the property as fill to create more land for more facilities. And I think wow. they they like measure their waste. We went into their control room of where how yeah, how every how efficiently yeah, things they were, were like, running. We had yeah. to turn our cameras off. Well, the other thing, too, is like they talked about the process of like the burning, too, and like how efficient it is because you can see the, sm the smokestacks coming out of the boilers. There's nothing. It's like got to it be like clear. Pretty much it has like their standards are that it has to be basically clear. And they were talking about how wow. the actual laws are so many parts per million or whatever. And they were like, it seemed like they were like super low on the parts per million actually being released. What did the but, biomass smell like? <laughs> Yeah, the dude that was the director of that whole area was showing us around, you know, being professional. I walked up to him and I was like, biomass, more like bio ass. And he, he <laughs> laughed at me. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. We did have uh, we had like a film crew on us all week mm -hmm. uh, with a director. They didn't mic up Dylan They kept at all. asking us if we wanted to be mic'd, and I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. <laughs> if you want to actually use footage, do not mic me. Yeah. That's really cool. Do they have solar too or no? They were talking about solar. Um, no. I can't remember exactly what they were saying. It's just that something about it being not as efficient or the amount of money and time that they would have to put into it. Yeah, it was. But they're worthy. trying other stuff. Like I said, the biotop, as far as like the water being used, basically the water coming into the facility that they do use, they have this whole like pond system where it filters out and everything and the water that leaves the the system in the end is actually cleaner than the water that came in wow so they're doing that they're doing a lot of really cool stuff for the environment as far as uh 
the facilities and like I said, the efficiencies and everything else. So, yeah. No, it's been, it was one last question. The whole thing was very, very eye opening. Yeah. One last question on the stitching. Like, did it give you guys like perspective of like, you know, when you get like a whole bunch of shirts or sweatshirts in, you're like, oh, this one's messed up or this one's messed up. It's like, so they, uh, we asked them about like their QC process. Yeah. Uh, and they actually took note of it and were like, why do you put a shirt in a box if it's got a stupid sticker on it? And they're like, that actually shouldn't be happening wow. to like, let us know the lots right. that that's in because there is actually like a repair aisle, but we tried to sew. Yeah. Didn't go so hot. Are you good? Yeah. You have to go through like 16 weeks of sewing to work on the line. Wow. Uh, and it's, we have videos of it. We in horribly insane how fast they work yeah but i will say uh dylan even asked this he goes like don't their hands get tired and stuff yeah and actually their sewing facility is super well air conditioned yeah it's um, very cool in there well they've lit. got like music playing it's like a fun area right. uh, and every couple hours they have like music and they're all like doing stretches and stuff like that yeah. and they do like er ergonomic like exercises and stuff yeah wow so like everyone everyone seemed there was super happy and it was funny like we we walked over in an area in the, the they have a whole facility that's just for training people and we walked in there and I think me and Steven had asked the guy like, hey, can we sew something? And he sat us down and let us, and all the people in there were just like looking at us and laughing like, look at these fucking assholes. Like they're, gonna, they're gonna mess this up horribly. But, but crazy yeah, perspective. But the thing is, is too, like there were certain things that, you know, like they didn't want us to like film with our, like, they were super open to letting us make our own content, film everything we wanted to, obviously for like personal reasons for like employees and safety, like they didn't want us to film like the employees or anything. Um, but I took a bunch of videos. We were allowed to take some stuff of just all these people sewing all these things and doing it. And it, like, I'm a hundred percent going to make like an edit to show my staff and be like, Hey, look at what actually goes into yeah. this whole thing. And maybe yeah. not complain about something if it's slightly weird or whatever. It's like, dude, these are yeah. human beings like yeah. making all of these things. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, everybody, they were super happy and stoked. Like they had balloons above a person's workstation. If it was like their birthday, or whatever and they were all walking around like they tape money to the balloon so the person's birthday like they get like a bunch of extra money steven had a 20 in his pocket and put it up but the exchange was like well like uh, it was a lot like it was like 20 dollars was like 420 dollars to them yeah so steven cool. like made this girl's month oh yeah, wow looks nice. like we got a couple of contracts over here oh, <laughs> oh man that's the show special put you on the contract to uh sign up golden boys you uh -oh. even get a cool are you gonna sign it right here <laughs> i'm gonna read the fine details i'm making yeah, sure you never know when nick wood's trying to okay you're good you guys use it cool i trust you that's cool you got highlights on can we bring in uh, another guest real Let's quick? To, 100%. Uh, we have a, I think we have a. Uh, hey, Kevin. We have you a, a script? Uh, Kevin, the screen. We have, the emotion we have guru. a Kevin. <laughs> we have a Kevin. We, ha we have a Kevin oh here. Uh, otherwise known, AKA emulsion guru. You can put your arm around me. That's cool. I saw the move. Full terms. <laughs> he, he, see, he had got, wanted to get consent first. <laughs> Every week uh, on the shirt show, you you give us a tip on the screen room, and I thought maybe you could and then share I have one. To botch it. Dylan, Dylan, you watch it. Usually, when you make me read it, I oh, read yeah, it very yeah. poorly. So what? Well, look, he's here. You don't have to read anything. <laughs> right. You can just like say it. it. So uh, um, you got a tip for us this week? So you just want me just just the tip? That's all you want? Just tip, okay, I'll give you just consent. The tip. See consent. There is consent. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. So this week. 
scumming. If you've ever had an issue where you're printing and the ink won't clear through your screen, but it looks like it's open, that's typically scumming. You can use a wet rag, rub on it, it opens up. But what that is, is underexposed emulsion. You're talking about that like shiny stuff in, yes. in the, right. Yep. So that's underexposed emulsion where you had mentioned earlier, your little shop hack is use Windex, spray it on there, yep. rub it out. But that's a, that's a good it's a good band aid, right? That's a good band aid. You can get through the job, but just fix it. Don't fuck around with that stuff. Just do it right the first time. Expose your screens correctly, and you're and you're good to go. You know. So if you have that scumming, generally it's an underexposed. Oh wait, say it again. Oh yeah. So scumming generally the the problem is an underexposure. Yes. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 definitely underexposure, but. It could mean it could mean your bulb is too weak. You need to change your bulb. It's just not getting enough UV light. But it definitely goes back to the exposure of that emulsion. But Chromaline has good exposure calculators that people could use. Absolutely. How often should should a shop check their exposure? Well, number one, if you change anything in your process, that's the first thing I always recommend. You know, do it. Do an that exposure calculator should they, test. Should yep. they change it if there's anything else like a seasonal or a temperature or humidity change? Yep. Humidity, temperature, all that will affect your exposure times. So as the seasons change. So maybe like it. every quarter do an exposure I, test? I typically say like once a month. There you go. Yep. Just get like one of those little step wedges. Yeah. Throw it on your screen. It can be outside the image area so you can still do use it that the screen. Do it the burn job you're not, you're so you're not wasting the away. screen. Yep. Right. Just put it right on there. Yep. I've got people that actually will take that little step wedge and tape it right to the exposure table. Yeah. So every, every screen has it on there. That's overkill. Right. But still, at least they know what's going on at with least it. They're checking it. Do you uh, think you could come to our shop and just check our exposure for us, or everyone that's listening, maybe check their exposure once a month for them? There's a contract we can get you to sign right here. <laughs> uh, maybe for if the right price. For the right price. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, there's a chance. Is this contract talk numbers? Graphics. <laughs> Not yet. It's going to be a pretty big number. That uh, I'm already traveling quite a bit. Don't see my family enough, but. Yes. I mean, but, but someone from Chromaline can help. Yeah, I mean, definitely at times. Not but, necessarily but a you shop should visit, be able but to help like yourself educational too. videos. Or you can maybe follow on you YouTube. on it. You can follow on Instagram. There you I, go. I'd appreciate that. Also, Chromaline, is it www.chromaline.com? Uh, yeah, if you go there, Kevin, Kevin has some videos <laughs> and... Uh, all about the screen room. You can check those out, and I'm sure there's one on screen exposure times. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Appreciate Kevin. It. Thanks, bud. Awesome. Appreciate it. Get back to work. <laughs> See ya. Um, uh, agenda. I, I would, you know what? I would really love, I'm super grateful for everyone <laughs> that listens and tunes in to all of our shows. 100%. I mean, um, yeah. you know, it makes me so happy. And I, and I, I'm saying that because uh, being at the show yesterday and, and being here uh, today, people have come up and said, Andy, you know, like you're my favorite podcaster on the show. <laughs> is it Handy? Uh, <laughs> specifically him. Not, is it Andy or is it Handy? Not shirt show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, Dylan, in all fairness, Dylan wasn't here yesterday. <laughs> okay, so Dylan is shirt show number one. Being number two is not easy. He likes it when I'm not there. 
He um, could just keep talking, not be interrupted. And- but real talk, like it makes me, like it warms my heart when people come up and say, hey, I listened to the show and, um, you know, it made this difference or you guys are funny or whatever it is. And so really grateful for that. Yeah. Let's also show some appreciation for the booth that we're in. Yeah. Unite Together. So we're in uh, Unite Together's How booth and the Print Girl Mafia booth. Um, they have this wonderful space, this comfort, most comfortable couches that we've sat on. Um, so we'll drop a link down for Unite Together. It's about diversity inclu- and in inclusion in the apparel industry. They're going to be at Printing United, too. So if you guys are there, uh, they got some really cool events well, going on. We have a Unite Together human being right here. Oh, can you want to talk about Unite Together real yeah. quick? Lindsay, come, come on down. Come here. Come here. You don't have to be prepared. <laughs> What if someone came to your booth? What would you say to them? Um, we <laughs> um, Unite Together is a group of people in the industry that really wanted to show that we are united in anything we do, whether it's the girls from Print Girl Mafia who got tired of feeling like men weren't listening to them in the industry, or we've got different people that want to feel like they're part of the you know Black Lives community and they want to be part of those shops and show that we're, we're united together. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. This is a safe space for you to come and just be with your people. Yeah. We're all a little weird. We're all a little, you know, eclectic. And we all want to. Right, exactly. <laughs> and we want to make sure that people feel safe to be part of that. And if you've got something that your industry is specializing in, come talk to us. Come, you know, be part of this community. We don't want anybody to feel like they're excluded, whether it's all of the women or all of the men or, you know, anybody that's in a community that you feel needs to be out there, come hang out with us. This will always be at our trade shows. This is going to be your safe space. Yep. We're hoping that you guys will want to come out and hang out with us, you know, be part of this. We hope that you come and do the pledge and, you know, say you're part of our community. Yeah. That's so awesome. How do people, how do people like join or follow or what? So we actually have a website. It's unitetogether.us. And what you can also do is if you've got these flyers, if you scan, you're taking a pledge. You're saying that you are going to be that person that's going to be a supporter of everybody in the community. That's awesome. It's really Very cool. cool. Sweet. Thank and you we'll for sharing your space here. Scan for uh, people today, listening for after. Letting us talk. And if you guys want, there's water. There's oh. Advil. Anything you guys need. It's here. Mm-hmm. Might take you, you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And go check out the Print Girl Mafia as well. PrintGirlMafia.com or .net? Just search. Just Google it. Okay. So here we are in Fort Worth, Texas. Beautiful city. What does everybody think about the show? What, what's the yeah. showdown? Are you guys showdown lowdown or just hanging out? Yeah, uh, you know, we're experiencing the the whole transition when you jump into an auto shop and you jump to an auto shop to to be more efficient uh, to make things go a little bit faster. And so now I have the press. I have you know I have the the press and the conveyor dryer, dryer and you know the other equipment now i'm just like trying to hit those <laughs> other loves andy by the way just trying to find the other piece of equipment that will you know improve efficient you know efficiencies and what what are you look, eyeing looking at a wa- uh, wax to screen um I'm tired of transparencies for yeah. sure. We fight uh, printers all the time. Yeah. The inkjet printer stuff. We're just, we're over it. So the, the transparency and, and stuff's I'm, a nightmare. And I'm like kind of looking at it, It's like, okay, do we make the next step or do we just go all in and just get, you know, top of the line? You know, it's, 
It's just the, Can you say what you're debating? Huh? The can, vendors? Can you, can you say what you're debating? Uh, no. Yeah, you haven't uh, made your was, mind up. We talked about it earlier. You're, you're still thinking about what you want to do. Yeah, I'm still thinking, but uh, I went to Maid, Maid Lab last night and yeah, the got to see the waxes. Got to see That's the like waxes soup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got to see the wax screen, then also got to see the laser, and I'm like, man, that's it's just I've never seen that stuff in person either. So um, you yeah. said that right, or do you have the ink? The he has a doubt there. Oh, he has a doubt that I have the eye image. Thinking about getting the laser right now. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll probably have one on order before the years. I'll over. talk you out of it, but that's cool. Won't. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one of the things like we were talking about going to the shows and all that other stuff. Like that's the. You know, that's the big thing. You can come down here and see any Wait, of the equipment run. Isn't it crazy for a second? Hold on. You guys got your auto when? Uh, set up March of this year. Okay. And now you're already thinking computer to screen? Yeah. it's It happened fast, yeah. <laughs> You'll notice bottlenecks once you get there. It, that's it, man. It's it's like, oh, man, what can make this a little bit faster? You know, it's like, do I? what can I do? Oh, do we have another guest? We have another come guest. On we come have on down. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yep. No, we have yeah, a. No. Just come sit down. We we were, we were about, just talking, we were about, just Maid talking Lab. about Maid Lab. So yeah, yeah. come on in. Give a shout out. <laughs> Welcome, uh, everyone. Welcome, so Brent Jesus. Jesus. Brent Jesus <laughs> is here. That's right. So, after the after party, can you talk about the after party yesterday? I'm Brent's kinda, an event guru. I'm shy on camera. Well, the thing is, we all all pretty much agreed that last night was a perfect after party it was a chill fun nice environment it was one of the better ones that yeah we, when you we bought that property were you thinking mainly like priority one after party well <laughs> i do my mantra is work hard play hard uh, but actually when we got that the first building the printed threads building when we first walked into that building it was a total dump uh, we we knew that we were going to have to do a bunch of remodeling, but the the main showroom there, like instantly we were like, oh, we can have great events here. You know, so that's why we built the stage and we built the bar. And then uh, when we took the step to uh, create Made Lab and we were looking at buildings and there was a building next door and we we're like, oh, man, it'd be really great to kind of start creating a campus here. And um, it's a great location. It's so close to, to downtown Fort Worth. Um, so yeah, it just, it kind of happened a little bit naturally. We do a lot of events, not, not just for the screen printing world, but like we want to be, uh, kind of the creative hub of Fort Worth. And so we're always hosting events there for the creative, uh, neighborhood in Fort Worth. And, um, it's just so happens that when there's a big screen printing trade show, like a half a mile away, it's a great place to have screen printers come over and, you know, we're all like such nerds. Like people are like, what do you want to do on a Friday night? And you're like, oh, can I go see your print shop? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just a cool thing to go in other yeah. people's print shops and hang out. It's really nice. I don't space. think we introed, I think for people listening to the audio too, this is Brett Bowden who started Made Lab. We did. We said print, print Jesus. Threads. Yeah, we did say that, Bruce. Maybe those gummies, you maybe you had one too many. Not sure. <laughs> My name is Bruce Ackerman. God damn it. I started Inksoft. <laughs> And half of Pronouncer's Cup. Wait, yeah. so he was saying that he was just buying a CTS. What What do you have? Well, he was debating on what to get. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're buying all sorts of stuff here. You're signing what? all kinds of contracts. One, right? He's got a so contract pressure. right there. I got contracts in front of me. <laughs> I got. Whoa, you didn't sign this, dude. 
I mean, start signing your name. Graphic yeah. Source is not going to sponsor us anymore. We don't sign this. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. One of the- uh, <laughs> no, I was just talking about how uh, got to see the wax screen, got to see the laser at Made Lab last night, and. Wow. I, I think it's pretty nuts that it is probably one of the only places in the United States you can go and see the exposure units right and and, and CTS like right next showroom. to each yeah. other. Yeah. Like even at like trade shows, you still have to like run around. Yeah. No, it, it was it was beautiful. Ryan, he gave me just a tour of start to finish, you know, like T-shirt, ink, you know, the, throughout the whole place. It was just it was insane. I wish my dark room looked like that. Bruce even <laughs> tried to print. Tried. I was running a 455. Right, is the main <laughs> lab open for any printer who wants to just visit and see equipment run? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we, um, we're we typically there. There are times that um, obviously Tom and I are the only ones that live here. Um, so there's times that Tom and I are out of town and stuff doing other projects. But yeah, if we're around, people are welcome to come by. Uh, but the reason that we have the laser there and uh, the Douthat CTS is is also so that we can emulate problems that anybody's having at their own print shop. So if if someone's having a problem and um, they use a direct screen, we're like, okay, we're gonna go use that machine and try to figure out that problem. If they use film, we can do that. We have, we have every process for making screens. And then obviously the laser is the most kind of maybe innovative piece of equipment in our industry right now uh, for screen making. So having that is really important. We need to make sure that we can dial that in and, and figure that out. And after having the laser at Made Lab for six months, I was like, maybe I'll get a laser at Printed Threads. So we did that. Did you? Oh, yeah. What did that replace? We had a, a Kiwo XTS before wax unit, which is a really, that's a really great unit. Andy, do you want to ask Brett why he made that mistake? <laughs> um. So and I he's guess trying like, to talk me out of getting a laser because he thinks that the wax is. The I'm way just to go. a I'm firm believer in the best system, <laughs> and I guess look, every shop is different. Every shop has. So what is the best system? Has has their goals. Because I, I can tell you for sure, the best system is not putting inkjet drops on emulsion. I would agree with that, right. and so for me <laughs> and for our shop. The best system is wax plus metal halide. And so I think it's a combination of things. It's, it's not just imaging, but it's also exposing and that's complicated. And so, so for our shop anyway, and what we're trying to do and our goals, we're wax plus metal halide. I agree with that. I think that as yeah. far as like, it's like we could build a house two different ways, you know, and like one of them is definitely gonna be more rock solid for forever, but uh, that doesn't mean that other things don't work. And so a metal halide light is going to make a screen uh, emulsion harder, you know? Well, uh, but, well wait, where are we going? <laughs> but laser works and it's efficient and, um, and beautiful too. So, so is Nick Wood. He is, he is quite beautiful and uh, gentleman. We needed you to um, help. We got graphics contracts here. Does anybody have like a social security? I'm so sorry. (laughs) Sweating here. Um, uh, If you're listening to the audio, Nick Wood just joined. Graphic. Oh, do we have the spot? Do we have the sponsor read? Oh, I can leave since Nick's here. We just want to. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Lucas was here and told us not to tell you about what him being here first. Nick, what do you think about the show so far? 
I think it's actually really good. You know, um, I'm used to more aisles, but I feel like the the quality of people that are here, including yourself, it's uh, it's been exceptional. So, yeah. Nick, would you walk down the aisle with me? <laughs> Any day of the week. I've been waiting for that question my entire life. <laughs> Off a red velvet road. That's right. You know, printed thread started in a in my wife and I's garage on Red Velvet Road, and uh, Nick Wood came to our house, yeah. uh, like and stayed for three weeks straight. That's right. <laughs> he still lives there. Yeah. Does Nick Wood yeah, end up in Bay Lives in Micah Bar? Just a continuation. You did just ask me for my social security card. <laughs> Always, but I just wanted to come say hi to you guys. Thanks, buddy. Love you. Love you, Nick. Appreciate you. Why upgrade to the laser? Uh, multiple reasons. I want it, and I think it's cool, and I like the... Talk to Andy. <laughs> Address We've talked contact. about it many times. There's no, con no convincing over here. We're oh, okay. good. So yeah. I, I guess maybe Jonathan, he's my considering... Thing is, my thing is, for me specifically in my shop, like these guys were talking about what works in their shop, is for me, it's the newer technology that I'm interested in. I like I knew the idea it. I fucking knew it. Taught. The reason for Dylan is, is he, so he has the best. There it is. He just said it. <laughs> Newest, bestest. Do you have the iPhone 14? No. Okay. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. The guy with the Tesla. Do you want to talk about that? Now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> so Andy, Andy, how do you, I'll, I'll listen to that one back. Does your wax jet go to speed 11? Does it have cheetah <laughs> mode? <laughs> so, you know, there, one thing about the laser that's that's pretty great is with with wax, the process of developing the screen is takes a long time because you got to get the wax off first before you can develop the screen. Um, so what we used to do is we would have just like a, a dip tank with just water in it and we would dip all the screens in. That's an extra process, you know, like versus with laser, like you don't have to wash that off. It just develops really quickly. Figuring out the perfect emulsion for you that works with that laser is probably going to be the uh, more difficult piece of the, the equation. I feel like that's with any with any unit, though, is getting one that works really well. Especially we found that a lot with inkjet is getting something where inkjet would adhere well to the emulsion in the temperature and humidity. Honestly, like part of it, too, it's like it's such a dumb thing, but it, it isn't isn't is like I own my building and I'm trying to be as efficient in space as possible. Yeah. And the laser takes up so much less room. Totally. A eye image, which is what, like six by four, and then an exposure unit, which is like another six by four space in my dark room. So if I can get a laser where it's like two to three feet wide up against the wall, I have enough room for five more carts of full well, screens. Uh, a bicycle takes up less room in a garage than that car. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just saying. Okay. Well, so you can see, like, in my dark room, you we couldn't fit an eye image in there. Right. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like me with space, like it makes a Wait, lot so of sense. So laser to... screen exposes as well in that machine. Yes. Yeah, it's like an all-in-one. You know. Got it. So you don't have to no wash it out at all. There's what? no washout with a laser. But it's done after it runs. Yeah, you gotta wash it out. Well, you don't. You don't. It's exposing. It's printing. It's the the print head is a laser beam. Right. So it's like exposing the screen as it's riding the screen. And so you just, we just take it out and put it. We have an auto developer. We yeah. like your eco rinse or whatever. We just like take it out, put it in there, and then it's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was screen printing, you know? So a good friend of uh, mine okay. uh, named Danny said that. How do you say his last name? Gildan, I think. 
um, his his he he was saying that the the laser is very uh, particular or finicky about the thickness of the emulsion or anything in the emulsion because, like you just said, it's exposing at the same time. So have you had any challenges with emulsion, let's say EOM, when it comes to exposing with a laser? Yeah, I think that that's, that's an important concept. You have to realize that like, it's like baking a cake kind of, like uh, oven puts heat around the outside of the batter and it has to get to the inside to bake it fully, right? But I kind of like gooey cookies, you know, honestly. Uh, the, real, <laughs> the reality is, uh, the, you have to have the proper emulsion. You have to set your light intensity properly, just like you would with any exposure unit. You can get a bad exposure with metal were, halide. Were you guys planning to get an autocoder too? <laughs> Time will come. Well, yeah. Are you, you buying me one or what? You can't get a laser. Get, use coupon code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have an autocoder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to cope by hand. Yeah. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. You yeah. should. You yeah. Are you thinking about getting a laser? Uh, no, 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 no. Let's so, peer pressure the what about shit the out of Jonathan. Okay, so I have been, I've had an auto press since March of this year. <laughs> well, you came to get a CTS. You have to get an auto coder. I didn't come to get a CTS. <laughs> well, I came to look at the way. Actually, you came for a different reason. One of the main reasons is, is that you were, you have a press in your van. Truck. Yeah, tell us about that a little yeah, tell bit. us about that deal. Oh, gosh. No, uh, a big thing uh, with the Golden Boys podcast that we... I love to do is that if, you know, if we can find a shop that uh, is using a PC equipment that is maybe not the fastest or the best for that situation. Um, or they're just in need. Or just in need. If if I have the ability to fit, make that need, I do it. And so um, with my upgrade from a manual to an auto here recently, I have I have some extra presses and I just have equipment that is left over. It's I don't, you know, for me, it's way harder to like, oh, I'm just going to sell this or try to get some money out of it. It's easier for me to look at buddies who have. You'd rather pay it forward than just, make a buck. Just give it to people. It's more right. blessed to give than to receive. And, you know, so I just, I, uh, Jared and I, we drove down, I drove 15 hours here because I loaded up my old uh, Riley Jr. Um, and gave it to my buddy who's been running a four station, one color. Four color, one station. Yeah, or yeah. Four color, one station, uh, like 150, and he's doing massive jobs, uh, like 300 hoodies on a one station. And so I was like, yeah, we got to fix that. He sounds so like a print hustler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's speaking of print hustlers. He definitely is. Well, first of all, that's really nice what of you. What a sweetheart. Yeah. 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 No. Just, just love helping people out. And second of all, sicker. make sure you go to printhousers.com. <laughs> Heck yeah. Get your tickets now. Get your tickets for the shoot. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, really I, cool. I like really to cram kind. as many things as humanly possible in one trip. That's yeah. that's what I do. You should. And now you that you offloaded that, you can get you your space. auto reclaim. <laughs> you can take it's been chilling in my garage. Right. Yeah, as long as, <laughs> what else? as long as you have room in the van to take stuff back, right? Yeah. What What do you do? You have anything you want to get rid of? Um, I don't have anything to sell. <laughs> I just sold my old auto coder to Dom. Oh, because he didn't have an auto coder and it was yeah. he was doing CTS without an auto coder. He was coding by hand. Whew. Yeah. Wow. But you know what? We got an auto coder pretty early on because it was it was like, how many people in this print shop can actually coat well? Right. And what yeah. happens when they're busy or someone calls in sick? You know. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. One of the best parts of automating. Plus, if you get an auto coder that coats both sides of the screen, 
it codes twice as fast as coding manually. Yep. Yeah, I've always said that the autocoder is the easiest, most trainable piece of equipment we've ever had. I mean, basically it's plug and play. I can train anybody how to run it in one minute. Um, even if you know how to code screens, if you're coding 100 screens, screen one through screen 100, it changes, you get tired and everything yep. changes. And if you're trying to control your emulsion, yeah, right. control variables, it's really difficult. You know what? I have some old screen racks that I need to sell. I should have put them out last night at the party for sale. <laughs> yeah. Back to Made Lab, though. If you haven't, if you don't know about Made Lab and you haven't seen it, it's, for me anyway, it's the most amazing facility I've ever even been in. I'm not trying to, like, you know, you are sitting tickets. right next. I'm so, not trying to. So this is the, okay. Here's a little story. The caliber of Made Labs. There were people there trying to scalp presses outside of Made Labs. Actually, I, I saw someone that. Someone came up to Brett and was like, "Does anyone need an auto? I'm selling an auto." That's the yeah. level. That's like the highest compliment. With so, dude, like it's not a production <laughs> facility, although it could be. It's a training. Um, it's a training facility. But when you're in there, everything from the floors, yeah. the conduit. to the walls. That's a song. Is that a song, maybe? <laughs> to the window, to the wall. <laughs> Everything from the, the windows. <laughs> um, but it's beautiful. Like, I want to work there. So if I ever have the opportunity to redo, like, start over, um, I would I would do that. I would have Maylab, honestly. You would that, compete that, with Brett. I would, I would move next door. <laughs> I would open up a place to facilitate lessons and classes <laughs> and paint it the all building right next to Maylab. The M&R's already left you a message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to take down these guys. But check them out at maylab.io. They have all sorts of, I mean, almost, it seems like every month there's um, some sort of class. Embroidery right. classes. If press you go classes. to Print Hustlers, do you get to tour Maylab? You can see it. Sure. Uh, so at Print Hustlers, actually, this is there's there's an I have an announcement to make. Very important announcement. Um, at Print Hustlers, there's a the day after the actual conference, there's an option to go on tours, and uh, so we're going to do tours of a, a few different facilities. One is uh, SNS Activewear. One is Trust Print Shop. One will be Printed Threads, and I'm working on a couple other. We're going to do Renfro Salsa potentially. As That'd long as amazing. they're running production that day. So, um, but that'll be an email that goes out soon. You want to take my place? Let's switch. Come on, Ryan. Get in here. Switch. Come here, Ryan. You All right. Your opinions. It's yeah, been so nice sure talking to you guys. I'll see you on the flip flop. Thanks, it, Brett. Brett. Are you going to actually, you want to actually say something? Okay. Nikki, come in. Come on, Nikki. Get in here. Come on. In the guest, in the hot seat. Yeah, yeah. Hot seat. Hot you have seat. to wear this. Is it a birthday? It is, it is now. <laughs> Next up, Andy, do the intro. Nikki OG of uh, that's Franco from Mafia. That's from Christina, by the way. It's not her birthday, but it is now. Andy, intro. I just did. It's like a, it's like a press conference. Yeah, yeah. I don't think at this point people need too much of a background on Print Girl Mafia, but what are you guys up to and what uh, what's the organization? Print Girl Mafia formed out of people that just needed support. We had a little text chain, uh, went to Long Beach, created a girl gang, had some fun, and it's become a movement. 
Um, we didn't really realize it was something that was needed within the industry until we started getting a lot more recognition from some of the vendors, some of the other print shops. We started hearing some of the stories from some of the other females in the industry and the things that they've been dealing with. So we decided to push forward with it. Um, our ultimate goal is just to get out here and support women in the industry who are looking for that support. Another thing you guys do really cool is what was, didn't you guys just get a bunch of stuff donated to make bags and help support in the areas that you guys So needed? every trade show that we go to, we want to try and like give back a little bit to the community because we kind of take so much from it when we're here at these trade shows. So our goal is to get one of the um, vendors to supply goods to us that we can donate to a homeless shelter in the area. And you guys got a lot of stuff for, what was it, Atlantic City? Yeah, SNS actually donated like a ton of t-shirts and bags and some other goodies that we took to a women's shelter. That's awesome. Yeah. Nikki, tell good. us about the Facebook group that um, that you're not allowed into. Me and Dylan aren't allowed into. It's for girls only. Delanya is no. in there. Who? <laughs> Delanya. She's very active. Is she? Wonderful. I. You know what? Delanya is a great human. Right. Um. So we created a closed Facebook page. It is for women only. Sorry, guys. We love you. Appreciate your support. But the idea there was to create a safe space for women to be a part of, a place where they could ask questions without fear of any kind of like, you know, anything from any of the guys. If you go into any of the other screen printing forums, and I know some of it is just joking around, but a lot of these women have stopped asking questions. Because they've been in there trying to ask questions, get genuine help, and they just get pushback right. and bullshit comments from well, It's people. not just lady questions, but it's just print questions. It's print questions, yeah. but they're not getting taken seriously. Right. And you guys um, can support each other. And so the cool thing about it is if you go into that Facebook group right now and you look through some of the questions and some of the answers given, there's women in there that are asking questions that I've never seen their names pop up in any of the other pages. And I've reached out to a few of them sidebar just to kind of say like, hey, how long have you been around the industry? 10 plus years, some of them. And I didn't know who they are. And that's shocking to me. So. Can they just, you think they just Facebook search the group? And they find can. It? So we have Instagram. It's open for everyone. It's at Print Girl Mafia. We've got the Facebook that is closed Facebook. It's also at Print Girl Mafia. Can you buy merch? You can. Really? PrintGirlMafia.com if you want one of these rad t-shirts. Do they have the crew neck sweater? The jackets, I saw somebody wearing Coming the, soon. Okay. Coming soon. We've two, got three, enamel two, pins. We've got stickers. We have our amazing uh, embroidered jackets if anybody like really wants to get down and dirty with us. Mm -hmm. And I've pushed my ladies at my shop to join up and be part of the group. Yeah. And they're stoked. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing here is really the bigger that we can make it, the more support that we can give to everybody, right. you know. Everybody wants to be on our personal text chain. That's too much. Uh, yeah. You guys know, like, once you get enough people we on one of those text chats. Yeah. Some days I look at my phone and there's two or 300 text messages from that group all day long. Right. So the goal with creating the Facebook page was to kind of create that text chat in a way that more and more people could be involved. Or show up at a trade show and hang out with everybody at Heck night. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Coming yeah. up. Yeah. Well, thanks, Nikki. Thanks, guys. Happy Appreciate birthday. Appreciate you. Happy birthday. you. Happy birthday. Is Ryan still here? <laughs> Ryan's gone. He's too busy. Ryan dipped. Andy, you hear anything else? So, CTS, 
Oh, no, 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 no. You can't shut up, Stephen. Graphax. By the end of the show, you guys are about 150K deep. Cool. So, hey, I just want all those companies, if you're watching right now, we do uh, sponsorships. We do content. (laughs) We want to... Move. We can make by yourself far, look some sexy. Some of the best in the game at making video content. Yeah, videos yeah. are insane. You, the Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm we, not trying to fluff them either. Who I'm makes the video? Like, is that Jared? Is that you? Yes, sir. This guy is his the department. Department. So This guy just looks pretty. Yeah. Yeah. This setup we have got going right now is so pro. It's like extra pro. Yeah, uh, me and uh, me, me and Chris uh, made made some stuff happen to get all this stuff set up, oh, and yeah. Dylan had to ship half of his setup here, and yeah. Yeah. it's a big sure we conglomerate of stuff. Heck yeah. Thank it all you, came Thank together you, to uh, make this sweet hangout. Yep. Yeah, I've never seen so many people revolve in and out of a podcast before. <laughs> Dude, it's awesome. I love it's been it. awesome. More people to hop in. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's to be said about trade shows, really. And for those who, who don't go to trade shows, don't go to yeah, them go. at all, for example. Yeah. I mean, now that they're back, they're back even stronger, I think. Yeah. And more than just coming here like you guys and talking to equipment manufacturers... Um, it's also talking to other shops and it's also yeah. like when we're at Made Lab last night and we're chatting about, you know, challenges or whatever, or not even about shops, just about life and laughing. And it's just good to get away and relate to people who, um, understand what we're all going through every day. And so trade yeah. shows are, are, I highly recommend them. If you haven't come, you've got to get to one of these things. Um, there's usually one in, in your neighborhood. Yeah. And, and they're kind of a... Here. They're kind of addicting. Like once you come to one, you're like, oh, I got to see my friends now. Like Dylan, we were talking to Gildan, Gildan, and uh, they're like, what do we do at the trade shows? We're like, hang out afterwards with us, yeah. you know, um, yeah. and that's how we all met. Yeah. yeah, this is actually my first trade show. I didn't get to go. <laughs> and how Golden much money are you going to spend at your first trade show? <laughs> yeah. I'm not spending any money. It's not, like a, first not a good trade trend show. to start with. <laughs> What's up, guys? We got Mr. Hey. Ryan there, Mr. Speaking of trade show, Ryan Ice has been to every trade show ever. Yeah. What? Every trade show? How long? Every how many, what year is this? What year is this? Of trade shows. <laughs> 2022? <laughs> Maybe. Good answer. No, when did you first start Bruce going has to been trade stuck shows? in the metaverse. First trade show we got, it was 2005 Printware Show in Long Beach. And we put, uh, we went to Costco, got two fold-up tables. And we put them in my Forerunner and drove to LA all night long. Me and Sean Zimmerman, we still with Rana. And uh, I was like, what the fuck did I get into? Because there's a bunch of like fat guys walking around with polo shirts on. And I just got off Warp Tour the year before and then started this company. And they're like, we well, guess we have to do trade shows now. Like, this is horrible. Did you I own, got into the wrong you, industry. Did you own but now printing? this is like, these shows are like uh, Warp Tour. Yeah. Ryan, awesome. when you went to your first trade show, did you own ScreenPrinting.com then? No. Okay, so it was this is SilkScreenSupplies.com. The little world. Uh, we had just, the name of the company when we first started was SilkScreenSupplies.com. And then I was like, that's a horrible name. We should probably find another name. And so we, then we called it Ryan Ed. That was Ryan's videos where you were in the, the button-up shirt. Button-up shirt. Tight white I turned into one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, everybody's raised off those I, videos I, though. I didn't, I hated screen printing. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it for like five years until I started seeing like uh, a barrel maker. I can't remember what shop it was. I was like seeing these cool shops. I think Brett was one of the guys like seeing these cool shops, meeting these cool people at the industry and like starting to hang out with them. Like this is actually a really cool place that I want to spend the rest of my life probably in. (laughs) And your your original videos were on DVDs, not even YouTube. 
Correct. Yeah, three DVD set. <laughs> so, do you still have any of those? DVDs? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you can the put them somewhere? on YouTube, though. They're on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And we, but Ryan has been taking, Ryan has been taking a lot of them down because they're no longer relevant. So oh yeah, but we need like a lot the of the OGs. Archives. We need to yeah. archive. Yeah. Maybe I should like take them and put them on my you channel. Like a yeah. yeah. They're so bad. Like my first video, I took three days to film. I didn't even know what I was doing. First of all, and secondly, uh, it was like hot. These lights like had like these 500 watt halogen lights and was, like itching my balls the whole time. <laughs> was it just you like hitting record? Like, damn it. Ah, hit pause, hit record again. And people, yeah, it was bad. I think yeah. though, that's the way you got to do it. And you guys probably feel the same way is that you just start, you hit record and then you start. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah, you start somewhere and you start making a video and then you, then you make your next video and yeah, you got to start. And you got to make a lot of bad ones. And then yeah. now anytime we interview anybody, they always say, oh, I learned from Ryan. So obviously- Who was first, you or Catspit? Catspit uh, was, right? Didn't we ask I him mean, that? I think Catspit's older than, than me. Really? But I don't know who made the first video. Our first video wasn't even, we didn't even put it out. Like one of our customers took the DVD, ripped it, put it on, pointed to our website. And I was looking at the back end one day, I was like, saw all these orders coming through this, this website called YouTube. And I was like, this is cool. We didn't run it because we was wow. all pay-per-click advertising. And so that's kind of cool. I was like, this is free advertising. Yeah. This is amazing. And so we started investing in it, but we were like on YouTube before it got bought by Google. When you can only upload like 280 megs and it took like four days to get a video. And oh, it was limited by 360. Time, wasn't it? Yeah. 360 DPI. It was like five minutes or something like that, or it was some max back then. So yeah. this is this is October 1st. And I think that means for those in the fitness world, hashtag rise and grind, hashtag rise and roll. Um, rise and roll? There's a rise and roll restaurant right across the okay. street. And we were eating <laughs> sushi. We were eating horrible food over there. Hashtag rise and roll. Okay. Um, uh, but today means something for the fitness world. And that is, I think, 100, you do 100 burp burpees a day. Yeah, we're trying to do, uh, the challenge is 3,000 burpees in October. So I'm thinking this. I'm, I'm thinking, just going to do 3,000 burps in October. <laughs> <laughs> burpees. I, I think we, we do this. We do them right now, all of us. And if oh. we beat you, whoever beats you gets We get that rock over there. Yeah. <laughs> what is, they, got, they got the van. First what of all, I, I, don't, I don't know. I already did them today with Zach. Hey, the that's, not, that's, your, that's fair, and though. That's fair. I would say, he, yeah. He yeah, that's the handicap. Almost died. It was doing 100 in a row is, is intense. You black out around 60. Which is why I like oh, to do wow. it. It's kind of like in an ice bath. You black out around <laughs> three minutes. When I say so black out, you like... just your your mind goes to a different space. It that's goes. The point of it, I guess. It goes. That's, that's one of the reasons. What is a burpee? Is that the one where you go like can all you, the way down and all the way back up? Can you demonstrate one for us real quick? I don't want to jump up. And you... <laughs> Dylan, can you show us? Dylan, I don't know what the deal is, but yeah. If I'm down, I don't get up. That's the thing. Is I was just laid out. Rising. Rising grind Stop, game. Stay yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, it's it's hard. They did three three thousand push-ups last month, um, which is but a burpee is like a push-up and uh, a squat and a jumping jack, jack. jumping jack, yeah. <laughs> all in one. And like and a crunch all Cheetah in one. Mode. Back to real quick the trade show stuff. You said in the beginning it was kind of a bunch of lamos and polos. How have you seen it evolve from then to now? Well, it's it's like a it's more of a hangout party, meet your, meet your friends, meet your peers, learn from, learn from people. 
Uh, and that's, it's fun, I would say. Like, people look forward to going to trade shows. Like, I know our vendors look forward to going to trade shows. It's not hard to get people to go to trade shows. And uh, they went away for a bit. Glad they're back. Like we said, you can come to a trade show not knowing what's going to happen, hang out with your buddies, and then you end up leaving with a CTS, with a coder, and All everything three. else. And a graphics, graphics Did you sign that? Three. I mean, that was it got thrown at us. That is so Lucas right there. <laughs> it's He's like, I'm going to sell them. Yeah, this, there's pens already the attached to each contract. <laughs> it says like, you know, at the bank where it's like, sign here, sign here, sign here with the yeah. stickers. It's got it all ready for you. Yeah. Hey, you need an artist, I guess. I have one, but I, I probably so what, need to sub out. Yeah. yeah. What's next for Ryan? Yeah, what is know. next for you? You know, we got to figure out, we got still a lot of work to do with All Made, a lot of work to do with Rock, uh, a lot of work to do with Made Lab. And yeah, it's more events coming up. You guys, are you, are you guys going to Print United? Mm-hmm. So you have to go to the, the Rock the Block party at Stoked on Printing. Oh, Stoked the on Printing party. The first day of the show. Go hang out with Kevin. Stoked on's having yeah. a rager. Yeah. Kevin Oakley it's, is We're going to have screen printing karaoke. Good boy. How do you do that? Uh, at screen printing well, karaoke. Screen printers karaoke. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> is there a version I'm missing? <laughs> you have to get a hundred shirts done within the song. <laughs> you have to sing it about emulsion. Uh, we could we could like swap out the songs for yeah, different songs. songs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like sweet emulsion, you know. Sweet. So we know what then is next for you professionally, but I was thinking more personally. Like Bruce and I, we're we're uh, taking up surfing. And um, mm. Bruce already is, is surfing a lot, but he's gonna he's promised to teach me. And I was thinking maybe you you join us. You know, are you gonna be out out that way? Uh, I've surfed twice, <laughs> uh, and it's hard. That's the hardest hard. thing I've ever done. Andy, are, you're gonna take it up. You're it's, gonna take it down. Have you guys you're gonna take it down. I have. He's gonna Hashtag eat shark. Yeah. The first thing. Thing. Have you surfed before, Andy? It's it's really okay. hard to do. Um, well, you practice on land, right? First, you know, well, Bruce, Bruce has got me laying on the board. You're, you're stepping on Bruce's back and he's the board <laughs> yeah. on the ground. You, I, I learned up. He's I got like, wave. <laughs> so I got a funny story about Brett. Um, so we went to Mexico, our families, and Brett's like, yeah, I used to live in Huntington Beach. I surfed all the time. I'm just getting my ass handed. Like two days, finally got up. I was like, I got up. Brett's like, man, I, I haven't been surfing for a while, but you suck. I'm like, you do it. <laughs> You know, this is typical, Ryan. I don't know how many times you've had conversations with Ryan, but every time I've had a conversation, he's an amazing multitasker. Like he will be answering his yeah, yeah, yeah. watch. He'll be all right. He'll be Wait, on the phone. Either amazing or it's like pause and then respond to everything he said. He, he gets it all though. He's he doesn't miss a beat, right? You do get it all. You do get it he's all. He's having a conversation, podcasting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, answering yeah. emails. Ordering no, dinner, he just did a like, deal with winks to somebody over there. <laughs> no, it's a nice we, bath. Posted we're a out of ink and they're at the front door. So I was like, there are two people calling me. Damn it. <laughs> we appreciate okay, that. So we have three minutes surfing, left of the video. Let's go surfing. Yeah. You can okay. show me some stuff. I'll sit on the beach and yeah. rate you guys. Can you surf but, in Fort Worth anywhere? Uh, in Waco, you can go down and surf. There's a pool. But this was in Cabo. Brett ate, ate shit so hard. It was, I just, I have it on video. Oh, I can we pop it my, up? Can you text it to me? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, in the zone, actually, Deanna has said that they have a boat and oh. you wake surf. Have you guys been on wake surfing? Right. I've tried it, yeah. <laughs> That's fun. 
Wake you, surfing you wake is incredible. Surf. Wake surf? He's got a Hell yeah. So fun. You've never wake surfed? No, I've wake boarded. Oh you wake boarded? Andy, no. we, talk, we talk about this. Oh, that's right. You can come surf whenever you Andy, want. we've talked about this. Wake surfing, you don't get killed. You don't fight sharks. If you fall down, you just, the boat comes around. It's, you can ride forever. It's awesome. Can we have that, maybe the next event after Print Unite or ISS or something, we all wake surf. You know what I mean? That's the event. That would be awesome. Jessica Tillery is a badass. The boats surfing. are so small, though. Like, do huh? it in... I mean, I guess you area. drop people off and go back. Camp, yeah, come on down to Indiana. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin Lawrence has got yeah. a badass. We can boat. go to Oklahoma. Every other day, yeah, dude. just have it out his like his beach house or like yeah, and then JL bring a couple. shout out JL. Yeah. Well, thanks so you guys everybody. Still for print hustlers, we are. Yeah. We're running out of video time, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. Three minutes. Are we really? Okay. Two minutes. How much Where time is left on the pattern? Are you change. guys coming to print hustlers? Oh uh, yeah, we should be. Yeah. Sweet. What is the next event? The next event is Print United. Printing United, Rock go out to Vegas, block. go to Print United, stoked on printing. Yeah. and then it's Back here. Print Hustlers. Yep, in Fort Worth, and Sign then Long that. Beach. And then and Long, then Beach. Long Beach. Sur we could do a little surf thing oh. if everybody wants to do a Ooh, Long, Beach. Long, Long Beach surf. Yeah, Go out be to awesome. the beach for a day before or something. So, uh, it means a lot to me if we could close this out with uh, what's for dinner. So maybe we just all share a little bit of uh, some good eats. What's, what's for, for dinner? dinner? Graph X is for dinner. Graph X is for dinner. <laughs> I got that's a weird. tasty Nickwood. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a hotel room thing. <laughs> I don't know barbecue. I don't know barbecue. Yeah, we're in Texas. We are, we are in Texas. Brisket. Yeah. Brisket. I want some barbecue. Torchies tacos. I'm flying American. I got upgraded. Fortunately, you're leaving. And uh, Brett says they've been serving the shrimp salad. So I guess mm. sounds really good. Sounds salad. sketchy. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> it sounds like you throwing up all all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does not sound good. Well, thank you, everybody. Appreciate yeah, it. This is thanks fun. for listening thank to you. the podcast. We'll see you guys in the next episode. From the shirt showers to the golden boys to the print hustlers. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate you. Thank you. The first pod bang. Good job, no, folks. Pod bang. How do you get to put this on three channels? No clue. No well, idea. none of it actually got recorded, and it's wasted. Yeah. yeah right.